Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSE Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. On Facebook, we have been asking, have you been having trouble sleeping since lockdown? Uh, Cora says, uh, can't wait to tune in, Joe. I hear you have some experts on to get some tips on this. Um, Stephen says, absolutely. I woke up a week ago and I said I would go into work early only to find it was 10 to 2 in the morning. I don't start till 7. Uh, Amy says, uh, my sleep pattern's all over the place um, and then I can't get up for work. Um, Tamsin says, horrendous nightmares at the moment. Really horrid. Um, Nick says a cup of hot chocolate is the way to go Uh, John simply says whiskey Um, I think alcohol does impact the quality of your sleep though doesn't it Keith says I've heard a glass of warm milk helps you sleep better but I haven't tried it Antoinette is also going for um, alcohol um, as a remedy Um, Bernie says though a good long walk will help Um, and uh, Pauline is saying uh, I've always had broken sleep even before this uh, crisis. Uh, Well, I'm joined uh, on the line by holistic therapist Alison Byrne and psychotherapist Nicola Hogg uh, to help us out uh, this morning. And uh, you're both very welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Thanks, Joe. I I have to say, and we have some examples here from uh, listeners that you might be able to help us with, um, but I know I had the most horrendous nightmare over um, the last couple of nights. And uh, I see it mentioned um, here um, in the context of sleep paralysis because that's what it felt like. I I, I was waking up, um, you know, not sure exactly why, uh, but had the cold sweat. Now, I I am a drama queen. um, I'm I'm absolutely um, a hypochondriac um, and a panic merchant. So you have to take that into account. Um, But then kind of felt, oh, I can't move. What's wrong with me? All of that. So who wants to help me, Nicola or Alison first? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll jump in if you don't mind. Um, it's Alison. Uh, sleep paralysis is fairly common and when you're under stress, it's more likely to happen. So would you be under any kind of stress at the moment, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I couldn't think what might be causing it. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, it is frightening if you don't know what it is. When we're going asleep, our chemicals in our brain are relaxing us and, um, you know, we're changing our, our reality as such. And there is a chemical that's released while we're dreaming to keep us relatively um, still in the bed. Now, I know we toss and turn, but we're not actually um, kicking and, you know, all the things that we're dreaming that we're doing. We're we're not actually doing them. And that's just logical. That keeps us kind of safe. And then when we're slowly coming towards the waking up, excuse me, there's a second chemical is released to counteract the first one so that we can move when we're awake. And sometimes either you're woken suddenly and the whole process is interrupted or when you're under stress, your whole um, way of your brain working is a little bit under stress too. And sometimes we wake up before the second chemical has had time to do the whole job. And we can be there unable to move and it can feel like a long time, but literally it's only seconds. If you could measure it, it might feel like minutes, but it's only seconds. And the best thing to do if it happens to you is to just concentrate on one part of your body. Let's say your little finger. And you concentrate on, I'll, I'll make that finger move. And that just takes the, the focus off the whole paralysis for a second. But also by the time you start to do that, it's nearly giving you enough time and your body starts to move. Right. 
um, because uh, does it matter at what point your sleep is interrupted? You know, if it's early on in the night, it can have more or less of an impact when it comes to sleep paralysis than in the middle of your sleep cycle. I haven't heard of people waking up with it during the night. It's only when they're waking up during the day. But what about yourself? When did it happen to you? Oh, it happened in the middle of the night to me. Did it? Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's a change in what I've heard there. Oh, jeepers, okay. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm not sure I feel good about that. <laughs> well, if you look at it, Joe, we are all under on very unusual and very big stress at the moment. Absolutely. So, it, you know, whatever is your routine to help you to de-stress, I would step it up. Because a lot of the time we, we get these signs from our bodies that things aren't quite right and we carry on because we're busy and we have our, our things to do. But really, when we get a sign or a message, it's time to do something about it. So I would suggest that you incorporate something extra into your bedtime routine. And, to, to and, and Nicola, I mean, do we have any idea what the ramifications of the level of stress created by the real concern over COVID-19 and then the huge impact of the necessary restrictions on everyone listening this morning. Yeah, I think uh, everybody is feeling the stress no matter how calm we present ourselves. So it's going to impact on everybody differently. And I think for anybody with underlying anxiety, this is a very difficult time. Um, And I agree with what Alison is saying. It's really the time to step up your self-care step up your, your tips for um, unwinding and creating a relaxing routine in the evening time. So I find it's really about going back to basics. And, and you know, I teach a lot about sleep hygiene, which is trying to get yourself into the best possible position to get a good night's sleep. Because I find with my clients, on a, you know, under normal circumstances, most of my clients coming to me who have anxiety or depression already have significant issues with sleep. And this is really ramped up right now. So I would say go back to the basics, you know, trying to stay off screens for an hour or two before bed. And that becomes even more important now because we are, I feel like we're, we're, we're assaulted in some sense by the news. And, you know, it's everywhere. It's on the TV, it's on the radio, it's on our social media. And really those few hours before bed is focusing on relaxation and unwinding and switching off from all of that and maybe using it as a time to watch some comedy. That's what I'm doing right now. I've gone on to TikTok, something I was never on before because it makes me laugh and it's a really good thing to do before bed and it just lets go of all of that stress in the body and you have a much better chance then of getting to sleep. Whereas if you're watching and feeding all of that anxiety before bed, it's going to be much more difficult to get to sleep. And I would say as well, keep your bedroom cool. So opening the window and letting in some fresh air is going to really help because the research would show that a cool bedroom makes it much easier for us to get to sleep and creating a routine, like Alison said, So allowing your body to wind down. So it could be, for some people, it could be listening to music. It could be watching comedy, like I mentioned, having an Epsom salt bath and add in some essential oils in there like lavender and cedarwood. The magnesium in an Epsom salt bath is going to help you to relax and unwind as well. Um, Another way of kind of getting all... What if you have a house full of people and they're all fighting for the Epsom salt bath? This is part (laughs) of the problem. It's causing more stress than fighting over the It's causing more stress. <laughs> uh, you'd, have create, you'd have to create an Epsom salt then, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're chatting yeah. to Nicola Hogg, who's therapist and psychotherapist, and Alison Byrne, who's a holistic uh, therapist. I want to get to some of these dreams that we've got in from uh, listeners, and thank you very much for them. Keep them coming uh, to us. Um, uh, Alison, uh, one dream from a listener involved uh, the person finding an unfinished jigsaw puzzle under their bed. 
Okay. Um, dreams always talk in symbols to us. So you'd look at um, something unfinished. Well, of course, if you had to suddenly drop your life and stay indoors, you've left a lot of tasks unfinished. But the fact that it's a jigsaw puzzle is, is sort of positive because it was unfinished, so obviously some of it was done. So the, the person is working towards having the, the task completed at some stage. So I think it's just a reflection of what's going on at the moment. Right. Unless it was a nightmare and there was something horrific on the jigsaw, I'd say it's just a reflection. When I say just a reflection, that's what our dreams do. They help us to reflect and process and file away the information so that we can get on with the next day. So it's not, I wouldn't dismiss it as, you know, right. a processing type dream. It's, it's, that's just what it is. And another Limerick Today listener's dream involved hundreds of horses running on land and a man wanting them killed. Killed or cute? Killed. Gosh. Well, a lot of the time when we're dreaming about a lot of creatures together, whether it's horses or ants, it's symbolising to us that there are unknown things out there, but a lot of them together, which is symbolising at the moment for most people the coronavirus. So the fact that they're out there and somebody wants them killed, somebody is afraid of them and knows that they are a danger. So again, it's our minds are processing. It's a huge amount of information to take in that there is a virus out there, there's a lethal virus and we're, we're all susceptible to it. So again, the horses are strong, the, the virus is strong and they, they can be a bit wild if they're running together, you know. So it's all, again, it's working through and coming to terms and being able to accept the situation that we're in. Yeah. So any dream like that is actually a positive dream, even if it's not a pleasant dream. Oh, yeah. sorry, could I just mention, you said you were having nightmares as well. Usually our dreams are, en- well, not usually, quite often our dreams are enough to process whatever is going on and we don't need to do anything more. Sometimes we'll get a recurring dream if there's something that we need to know in our conscious mind, but we're not getting it. So our dreams are telling us again. If we still don't get it or if we half get it and we're ignoring it, we get the nightmares. And the nightmares are saying, come on, pay attention, because we remember the nightmares much more. Okay. I don't really want to pay attention to what's happening in the world at the moment, to be honest with you, Alison. Um, Another dream involves um, the listener constantly changing shoes before leaving the house, which makes them late. Gosh, that's an interesting one. So that, you see, if you had somebody with you, you could go into real detail and see all the different layers of it. But just on the, the top layer, it sounds to me that the person is afraid to go out. So this is a delaying tactic. And if you delay enough, well, then you're too late and you can't go out so you're safe. Right. Again, so again it's sense. another way yeah. of, of working through the situation that we're in. And, and this one, I mean, it sounds more obvious, um, to be honest with you. And it's a, a listener who is dreaming about the plague and a doctor in a cloak. OK, well, the plague is, is very similar to the coronavirus. Um, the doctor in a cloak, anything that's cloaked is hidden, so we don't fully understand it. So I think it's it could be, again, you'd have to talk to the person and get more details about the dream. But if the um, doctor is in a cloak, so it's like we can't fully understand, we can't fully trust the medical side and probably meaning we haven't got our, our uh, what you call it, our inoculation yet. So it's, it's cloaked. We haven't got enough information. The scientists are working on it furiously, but they haven't got it yet, so it's cloaked. Um, also, a cloak could be a superhero, so you could be waiting for the superhero of the scientist that does make a big breakthrough. Yeah, uh, Nicola, um, I, I mean, obviously there are people who feel anxiety more than others, but the simple reality is this is the sort of thing that you would stretch your credulity if you were seeing it in a disaster movie. And we're living Absolutely. through it. 
yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very difficult for people to process this. And this is why people are having nightmares. It happens to everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the bad dreams and the nightmares are a very normal human reaction to the situation that we're in as our subconscious minds try to process everything. And it's really the feeling in the dream that's really important. So when dreams come up with clients that I'm working with, we would look at the, the theme of the dream, particularly if it's a recurring dream. Um, it means it's your subconscious mind is really trying to process something. None of, none of us can keep up with this, processing it, because every day I think there's more news that we're shocked about. Um, so our minds are really struggling with processing all of that. So just, I suppose, knowing that bad dreams right now are normal um, and it's a very healthy way for our subconscious mind to process all of this. If it is a recurring dream, something very simple you can do at home is just journal a little bit about it or even to draw out the dream. And you might find that it stops at recurring. When you, when you draw out the, the details or write out the details of the dream and really hone in on the feeling of it and then ask yourself, where is that feeling presenting itself in your life right now? So it could be, you know, feeling out of control. Everybody's feeling that right now. And just allowing yourself to feel it because sometimes what we do with feelings is push them away and we push them away for so long that then our subconscious mind has to bring them up in a dream because they're not being dealt with. So if something is recurring, it really is a sign that we're not dealing with the feeling that, that, that the dream represents. But surely the other problem, Nicola, is that the things that we normally use to deal with, frankly, far less immediate stress than we're all under at the moment, and everyone is under at the same time, is the support system. It's you yeah. know, face-to-face contact with the best friend or your sister or brother or your dad or, or you know, wh- whoever you might chat to. Yeah. It is. I mean, it's that lack of human contact that's, that's really hard for everybody right now, especially, I think, for anybody cocooning um, and trying to form some sense of community for yourself, whether that means that you schedule in a, a WhatsApp chat every night with somebody or you decide to ring a friend, one friend every day, break it down into manageable chunks, because I think if we feel lonely, it's easy for that feeling to linger. Whereas if we can look at, well, what action can I take today? Okay, I'm really I, starting to struggle with the whole FaceTime stuff, personally. Yeah. I'm just finding it, like, it's, it's a screen, you know what I mean? I mean, if I, if, I, know, you know, if I want to watch television, fair. I'll watch television. I don't expect it to talk back to me. But yeah. now we have to relate to each other through, you know, this artificial connection that part of your brain is going, oh, well, I'm seeing the person, I'm talking to the person, isn't it all wonderful? And the other part of the person, uh, your brain is thinking, this is totally unnatural. I totally agree. And there is that feeling of, um, it's, it's just not the same. It's not the same. You know, when I'm in contact with my family as well, and just that feeling of this, this is okay, but it's not, it's not what I normally um, experience and I'm not getting the same connection. And um, we, we're all living through a grief in that sense. Like there is loss in this. There's lot, the loss of human connection. And I think it's really important that we acknowledge that and let ourselves feel it sometimes without pushing down those feelings. And then we won't feel as low. It's when we push down and suppress those feelings. That's when it causes anxiety and, and low mood. Um, um, yeah. And, and Alison, really interesting WhatsApp message here from a Limerick Today okay. listener, 0861239595. And this is from an adult. And uh, she says, I've always rocked myself to sleep. Even now, if I can't sleep, I start rocking and I manage to go to sleep as a result. Is that unusual for adults? 
Uh, well, it's not every adult that does it, but I wouldn't say it's, it's that, you know, it's not a peculiar thing to do, let's put it that way. And obviously it goes back to the baby being rocked to sleep. And if an adult finds that that works for them, by all means, keep doing it. And another WhatsApper says, I have a dream where my mother and myself are stuck in a house. The walls are made of glass and my sister and nephew are at the other side of the glass wall inside the house, but we can't get to them. Uh, My sister happens to be living in the UK, says this listener. That sounds to me like a reflection of literally what's going on, what you were just talking about, seeing people through a screen, screen, you know, the glass would be symbolic of the screen. So you can see them, you can hear them, but it's not quite the same as actually being in the room with them. Here's another interesting one. Joe, I have to move my legs to fall asleep. I physically feel uncomfortable lying still. Is that normal? It's one yeah, I, I haven't come it, across before. Sorry, go ahead. I think some people can experience like restless legs going to, going to sleep oh, yeah. at night time. Um, magnesium is a very good supplement for that. Um, it's usually a sign of a magnesium deficiency if somebody has restless legs, particularly going to sleep. And it can happen for children as well. Again, the Epsom salt that people can fight over. <laughs> and Epsom salt bath is a good source of magnesium or a magnesium supplement. All right. Well, listen, thank you both very much. I mean, as uh, always happens in these situations, we get a flood of these comments and we just can't get uh, to all of them. But I think some really interesting interpretation of dreams there, some very good advice from both of you in these troubling times. And we really do appreciate it. We'll obviously chat to you again. Alison Byrne uh, is with us, a holistic therapist and dream analyst and psychotherapist, Nicola Hogg. Thank you. And both of you take care too. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSE Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives.